Hey everyone, welcome to this live stream on the Tai Chi Ching, which is about breath and life and spirit. This is an ancient sacred text, uh, a lesser known text of Taoism that I wanted to share with you. And I'm gonna do that, by golly, I'm just gonna do that. I also wanted to just remind you, first of all, um, please subscribe to our channel, subscribing helps us to become more searchable in the YouTube windows. And also, if you can become a member, because becoming a member makes it possible for us to keep our, uh, our, our books, our films, and everything that we create and put together free to everyone around the world. And so we so appreciate those memberships. So if you're interested in doing that, please click on the join button up in the right-hand corner of the YouTube window there, and you can check out your different options. And so, yes, please jump in the chat room. I love to hear from you all. Hello, Vicki Collins. Thank you so much for joining us. And I'm gonna jump right in here to the Tai Chi Ching. Um, this is a Taoism text, uh, but it's more of, a, it's not as well known of a text and it's not considered like one of the texts that would be, you know, totally orthodox Taoism. So it, um, what it says here in the prefatory notes to the text, it says it's an amplification of the sixth chapter of the Tao Te Ching. Interesting, huh? Um, it teaches that in the whole universe, there's but one breath or being our participation in which results in life or birth. Hi, John. Thank you for joining us. Very much appreciated. And so I'd like to share this text with you. It's not a very long text, um, but I found this to be a fascinating uh, text in the sense of how it applies to out-of-body travel. And as you listen to these words, I'd like you to think about this in relation to your practice in achieving out-of-body travel states because there is a huge correlation between these two. When I talk to you about the meditations that you want to practice in order to achieve out-of-body travel, I often talk about the mindfulness meditation, but this is also something that you can add to that body of knowledge about how do we practice that? So let's start with the Tai Chi Ching. The embryo is formed by the concretion of concealed breath. And the embryo being brought into existence, the breath begins to move in respiration. The generative aura of the great Empyrean all constitute one breath the great or universal spirit lying in readiness becomes united with the embryo and the embryo being thus united with it develops respiration. Then the embryo is like a flower of which the navel is the peduncle. And as the umbilical cord is connected with the placenta, the embryo inhales and exhales simultaneously with the mother one inhalation and one exhalation constituting respiration. A period of absolute quiescence follows. 
during which the unmixed virility of the embryo, the pure yang, increases day by day. And when the months are fulfilled, the body is fully formed and parturition takes place. This is what Yen Shi, the first person in the Taoist trinity, makes known to men in order that they may preserve their breath intact until it becomes soft and pliable as a little child's. Welcome, Adriana. It's very happy to have you with us. She says, oh, I am so glad I didn't miss this time. Hello, dear Marilyn. Hello, dear Adriana. I'm so glad you're here with us. I missed you last time. So glad you're here with us this time. The entrance of breath into the body is life. The departure of the spirit from the external form is death. The external form of a man is his body. The spirit is the intelligent part of the breath. Perception is the controller of the external form. The breath affects the completion of this form. As long as the outer form and the spirit are not separated, the breath will enter the body. And if the spirit remains in the body, the body will assuredly live forever. But if the spirit departs, the breath will be dispersed and the body will decay. That is death. Therefore, it may be said that death is the source of the life and life the source of death. He who understands the spirit and the breath may live forever. He who rigorously maintains the empty and non-existent may thereby nourish the spirit and the breath. Spirit and breath are one. They come from emptiness and non-existence. From the disruption of chaos until now, they have never either diminished or increased. Welcome, Paul Ganazar, Gangsar. Love it, read it a lot. Awesome, great. Thank you, Paul, welcome. Wherefore, it is said that the spirit of the deep is immortal. When a man is able to discard his senses of sight and hearing and to abstain from understanding and knowing, this amounts to a rigorous maintenance of the empty and non-existent, by means of which he nourishes the spirit and the breath. But if he recognize the actual and the existent, he will be deceived, and he himself the means of shortening his own life. The spirit is identical with the will. The breath is that which pervades or is coextensive with the whole body. The will is the conductor of the breath. The breath accompanies the spirit and the spirit conducts the breath, which in moving or resting takes its cue from the spirit so that the spirit and the breath necessarily nourish one another. If you desire to attain to immortality, the spirit and the breath must be diffused through one another. The spirit of the deep is immortal. It is called the azure heaven and the mother earth. The emptiness which exists in the center of the ancestral breath before the birth takes place. Heaven and earth are also called the cavity where resides the breath. 
If one closes the eyes and looks inwards, consolidating the spirit and causing it to enter this cavity, the spirit and the breath will pervade each other and be firmly maintained within. And by this means, immortality may be obtained. Hello, Sage, and welcome. Paul Gansier saying pranayama, absolutely, absolutely. If the heart is perfectly devoid of thoughts, neither going nor coming, issuing nor entering, it will dwell permanently within of its own accord. The heart is the abode of the spirit. If it exercises itself in thinking, it will go backwards and forwards and out and in and be unable to dwell permanently within. The spirit and the breath of an infant in the womb are both alike motionless, so that the heart, being devoid or thoughts, neither comes nor goes, emerges nor enters in. Now, if a man is able to concentrate his breath and enfold his spirit like a little child, the pure virile principle will be agglomerated and he will return from a state of age to that of a boy and live forever. This is the nourishment of the spirit and the breath by rigorously maintaining the empty and the non-existent. Wherefore, I say, discard the will, revert to the empty and the non-existent, and let your mental vacuity be permanent. Paul asks, so is breath like Holy Spirit. Breath in relation to what we speak here is the, the singular soul seeking to unite with that Holy Spirit that embodies all life. So this practice is actually helping us to merge into that living, breathing Holy Spirit, that holy breath that moves through all life. And when we do this, this is a practice that actually helps us to attain to out-of-body travels, but also other spiritual states. Be diligent in pursuing this course, for it is the true road to take. To sum up the whole, act permanently and strenuously. Lao Tzu said, Excuse me. If you employ such methods without diligence, you will receive no help. The meaning of diligence, as here used, implies never neglecting. That is a constant practice, as though permanent. True means not false. It is the straight road, not a side gate. In the 36 imbibements, the first thing is that the exhalation should be very slight, the inhalation very long drawn. Whether sitting or lying, this rule should be alike observed. Walking and standing, there should be tranquility. Guard against clamor and crowds. Avoid the odor of fish and meat. That which is metaphorically called the respiration of the embryo 
is truly called the inner elixir. It not only cures diseases, but confers immortality. He who continuously pursues this practice will have his name inscribed upon the register of the immortals. This is a guidebook to embryonic respiration. If the breath be regulated and the saliva properly swallowed, the primogenial breath of the inner palace may be recruited. The saliva should be swallowed thrice every two hours. To swallow during the period between 11 and 1 at night will do still more towards the nourishment of life. I will not really comment on the saliva. It's probably not as relevant. But let's talk about and look up. I'd like to talk about the 36 imbibements. So, there is what I'm looking for here, and feel free to jump in if you have any thoughts on this. I am looking for an excellent uh, explanation of these 36 imbibements. These are practices in the uh, Taoist tradition, and it is part of the practice of this internal breathing. And so the 36 imbibements um, are the 36 different types of internal breathing. And so in the 36 imbibements, the very first thing that is talked about is that the exhalation should be very slight and the inhalation should be very long drawn. And so in the Taoist texts, you can probably find more of these 36 imbibements and the specific practices for each of them, but it all comes back to the spirit and breath and the exhalation being um, the exhalation being uh, short, the inhalation being long. So you're drawing in life as you're inhaling, you're drawing out in you know you're drawing out the uh, the inferior elements as you exhale. Paul says, the heart is old, not like the mind. Yes. <laughs> well, I guess both can be old and both can be not so old, depending on the soul. And so um, I wanted to share this with you simply because it is an excellent explanation of understanding breath and spirit and how this particular meditation and how the meditation on the breath is actually a huge part of the meditation that I ask people to engage in when they're trying to achieve and attain to out-of-body travel or experiences like that. And uh, this is an ancient and not so well-known Taoist text that kind of draws that out. So thank you so much for joining me. And we will see you next time.